I feel like it's been forever since I've seen you, and we've had to wait a whole month to be able to talk about V.C. Andrews' Dawn. I know, because it had to air, and then you went to Dollywood, and then... I'm sporting my dolly. Oh, Oh, I'm jealous. It's like I'm dolly. I'm showing off my boobs. (laughs) I'm jealous. I'm jealous. It's wonderful. She is an angel. I mean, I didn't meet her or anything, but I could feel her essence. Just, it was a wonderful experience. Good. But I learned I'm a little bit older than I used to be and can only handle so many roller coasters before I go. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Did they, go, did they go upside down? Yes, one of them did. And then one said it was only 55 miles per hour, but that that was not <laughs> 55 miles per hour. That was faster. <laughs> John, I thought John's head was going to fall off. Really? <laughs> 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 it was funny. So. Well, we have a full house tonight. Aaron and I are joined by John and Gregory. Hi. I thought I was going to have to hard sell this on to Greg, and he's like, oh, no, yeah, I read all the books. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. That was easy. Hey, John read <laughs> the books as well. I've just recently read B.C. Andrews' Dawn, book one, in the Cutler family. Mm-hmm. Which is what we are covering tonight. Lifetime decided to do a mini series on, I guess, the Cutler family. I didn't realize that each series was a family. Yes. Okay. Cool. It, it typically has like a very outline. You have your first thing: tragedy happens. Mm-hmm. The second one, normally, girl get pregnant. Third one, girl growing up, still more tragedy. Fourth one, child, uh, child's an adult. Okay. So now I know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is a, a very V.C. Andrews simple connect the dots kind of Which, storytelling. What is interesting is V.C. Andrews technically didn't write Dawn. Really? Uh, ghost writer. Uh, because you know she died, eighty seven. Mm-hmm. I think she died. So the whole series is in her, really. Uh, she wrote the original Flowers in the Attic series and a few of the Castell books. Okay. Uh, she had an outline for a couple of them in her estate. Okay. Did permission or found a writer to finish it who would keep her vision. So, yeah. Hmm. We'll throw the credits and we'll get into it. Oh, yeah, that's my job. (laughs) It's been so long. (laughs) So, it's interesting story, or it is to me. John has been trying to get me into V.C. Andrews for a while now because he's like, you love soaps. You would love V.C. Andrews. I'm like, sure, okay, yeah. It took an 80-year-old woman from a soap opera from 1970 to get me into V.C. Andrews. And thank you, Donna Mills. I was going to say, who, Donna Mills? (laughs) (laughs) Because as soon as I saw she was coming on, I was like, oh, my God, I got to start watching these. I got the Lifetime Movie app. We started with Flowers in the Attic, watched all of those, obsessed. Okay, Greg... Got got hung up on on flowers in the attic. He thought that this was flowers in the attic. Uh, and you he, know, he, like couldn't move past it. So <laughs> I've watched because I've read all of them, and that was a while ago. So I don't remember the details of it. Um, uh, pieces of everybody's family has blended together in my head, and I don't know who's like right now. I don't remember who's who until I start unraveling it. But then there were certain things that were happening in the beginning of the show. And I was like, wait, is this when? Wait, is this when? Wait, does the does the father die? No, I thought both parents were alive. And then I was like, oh, wrong series. Like, I literally blended, like, three or four series all at once. And then once I got myself together, I remembered everything. I think he missed five minutes of it because he was Googling <laughs> and he just couldn't let it go. He, like, couldn't move past it. <laughs> well, after we watched Flowers in the Attic, I was like, ooh, there's an origin story? Okay, that's why I learned they're about the fifth books. Mm-hmm. So we watched all of that like super fast. Then watched Ruby, 
and now we're at the Castell family, mm-hmm. and I can't help it. I'm obsessed. I don't know why what if they have not turned one of these into a TV show. <laughs> they could combine a couple of families and create a fabulous, dysfunctional, interesting world. Mm. Um, I Googled or I went on Amazon to look for the Flowers in the Attic DVD, and I found like a collection. It was like four movies for $13. So I might be going down a rabbit hole like you pretty soon. <laughs> well, if you're not sure, though, the Lifetime movie app is only four ninety nine a month. Shout oh. out Lifetime. Um, yeah. Check it out before you buy if you're just like, eh. Because Flowers in the Attic does have some... Speed bumps. <laughs> incest. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and not just like a soap opera. That's my cousin... No, like brother, sister, inside. Mm-hmm. Which is what was, you know, the taboo of, um, of stories and of that time. Um, you know, I one of the things that I kept on getting stuck on as Donna Mills was talking, um, she had the same cadence and character as the grandmother who um, was in the flowers in the attic. Um, which is Nurse Ratchet, Louise Fletcher. So, like, if you listen to the way that Louise Fletcher was speaking in her movie, um, Donna Mills was talking just like her. And I think that's where I was like, I was like, oh, wait, what's going on here? And I couldn't separate them for a solid five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they also, Donna Mills was wearing a wig, right? Her hair is not gray. I feel like she's blonde. I don't know, but it was fabulous, whatever it was. <laughs> if that's not her wig, I hope she got to keep it. <laughs> that's not her hair. Um, so I didn't watch the trailer for this. I just kind of went off the promo photos, and I was like, oh, people I know are in this. Great. I'm going to check it out. This one had a lot of people in it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I didn't watch the trailer, because it literally gives all the like surprising twists away in the trailer. <laughs> Um, literally, <laughs> I just, when I when someone asked me about it, I go, "Okay, it's got Miguel from Passions, it's got the nanny, and it's got a new kid on the block." Okay, not to fat shame, not to fat shame. I'm not fat shaming, but I did say I was like, "Oh, he got chunky," and he was like, "Who is he?" And I was like, I had to like relate it to something he would know. I'm like the gardener from Desperate Housewives, and he was like, "Oh." Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't go. Oh, I said, he "Oh, said he was 17. He was 17 then." I'm like, "Well, yeah." No, his character was 17. He wasn't 17. Well, I know, but still. <laughs> but that is one thing that happens when you age. Your body does kind of... Yeah. No. But it was weird. I'm like, oh, he's a dad now? Like, he's playing... Dad. I know. It was like, hey, daddy. Yeah. You went from the, from the gardener to the dad? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we open with the Long Camp family. Oh. Is that their name? Long Champ. Long Champ. Um, the daughter's name is Swan. Is that me making that noise? There might be some. Are you deflating, Greg? I think I was deflating. <laughs> I'm gross. shrinking because I'm old. Oh, you did get it shorter. <laughs> I'm sitting in a different chair just for the record, and I'm not sitting up, all right? <laughs> but I am shrinking. Um, the children are Dawn, and the brother is Jimmy. Yes. The father is Odom? Uh, isn't it? How do you say it? Orman? Orman? Oh, it's not. Orman? I think it's Orman, is how you say it. Yeah, Orman. And the wife is... Sally. Sally. Um, so it looks like they move around a lot. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. Um, sometimes month to month. I heard a little line that implied that sometimes week to week. <laughs> so the kids don't really get to like establish friends anywhere because they move around so much. Um, the dad ends up getting a job in Virginia. Richmond. Richmond, Virginia. At a... Uh, Emerson Peabody. Isn't that the name of the... As the janitor. Yeah, the private school, right? Because yeah. Well, he's not just the janitor; he's like the head of the maintenance. Okay, right. He gets to his kids get to go to school for free. Um, and immediately Dawn gets on the bad side of one of the mean girls. I know, and what 
Like, wasn't she a bitch? Yeah. And um, if you, have you watched all three or all four? No, we only watched the first one last night. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, there, I have so many comments about the third one. Her name was Clara Jean. Mm-hmm. Um, and she pretty much tries to like tear her down and make her feel bad. And but Dawn's got pretty good head on her shoulders for, mm-hmm. I guess, a sixteen-year-old. I really like the actress that played Dawn Bree. I don't remember her last name, but she was very likable, relatable, and there was just something about her. I was just like. Yeah, okay. I mean, she's led a TV show before. She was she Star Girl? Star Girl, yeah. yeah. It took me a moment to figure that out. I was like, I know her from somewhere. I had, to, I, had to search, I had to look her up because I couldn't remember her. <laughs> um, and she immediately gets the attention of one of the most popular guys in the school. Winky face, winky face. Which is Clara Sue's brother. Correct. Sorry. Clara Jean. Clara Jean, whatever. <laughs> or Sue, isn't it? Huh? The mom the mom and Clara oh. both have like two Jean. names. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mr. Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> the mom is Laura Jean. That's when you know you're rich. You got two names. You can afford it. <laughs> um when the parents find out that she's having trouble with one cutler and interested in another cutler, they tell her to stay away from that family, and she, but with no explanation. See, if you read the book, like I'm glad I read the book second because I probably wouldn't have liked the movie as well because I really liked the movie. But when I read the book, I was like, oh my gosh, this explains so much more. Mm-hmm. Like I kept going, wow, they cut a lot out. I'm like. Shut up. I'm, I, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Philip tries to get Dawn to hang out with him to go for a ride in his car after school. Is there something about Philip, even from the get go, that maybe it's the actor and the way he was playing the character? Mm-hmm. I do not care for him. I flip flopped on him. Um, you know, I didn't like him so much when he was getting a little rapey. Get, a get. little? <laughs> um, so he pretty much gives her her first kiss. But we don't know what we know at that point. <laughs> well, the book, um, in the book, she gets, uh, she gets a lot more. So imagine when you know what's happened. You know everything. You're reading the book. You're like, don't do it. Don't let him touch you. No. <laughs> <laughs> was there over the sweater action? Uh, well, um, under the skirt action. And I'm just going to say this off the bat because this made me uncomfortable. Not with Philip, with Jimmy. Um, He was kind of looking at Dawn in a not brotherly way before he knew the yes. truth. And I didn't really care for that. <laughs> no. no. He was like watching her get ready for school and smiling at her. And it made me very unsettled. <laughs> Agreed. I was like, that's your sister. Yeah. You... Yeah. Uh, continue on. <laughs> um, I don't really remember the trajectory. I just remember that the parent, oh, the mother gives birth to another daughter. Fern. Fern. Uh, Fer- okay. So I thought that <laughs> because Jesse Metcalf was trying to do a Boston accent. It sounded like he was saying fawn. So I kept saying to Greg, oh, they have a dawn and a fawn. And then when they said uh, fern later on, I'm like, didn't they say fawn earlier? Yeah, okay. I get that. I do get that, yeah. Because I thought the same thing until dawn was saying fern or whoever said fern. But then not to jump too far ahead, when he's in jail and he's on the phone with dawn, he says fern, but it sounded like fawn. I'm like, that's why I got confused because he's trying to do that accent. That's just how he says it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he was trying to do a Boston accent made me think, okay, where's Joey McIntyre? Because I know Joey McIntyre's in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to be in one of these movies. All right. <laughs> he's, in the, he's in the next, uh, the second and the fourth one. Okay. I, I find it very interesting. So 
Um, BC Andrews has has been gone for quite some time now, and thirty six years. And they like and this again. I read all of them, That's but like my this whole is life. but this is what they dug up <laughs> to redo with a pretty decent cast. They redid a lot of. They did flowers and redid. No, but I, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's very interesting that this is who they chose. She's having a resurgence. She is. <laughs> well, Lifetime bought like the complete collection of her work. Mm -hmm. Which is it? I mean, her, her name's become a brand, not right. so much. So do we? Should we still say her? Like, I don't know. I, well, her is the logo, so yes. True. The trailer said from the twisted mind of V.C. Andrews. Mm. <laughs> from the twisted Ghost Rider's mind of V.C. Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious, why do you think she chose so much incest? That I have to look up. I don't remember. Because uh, it's, there's been, I've read something where it said like Flowers in the Attic was loosely based on a story she heard or something or like some kind of thing that happened in the real news but every family has at, at the moment I've only seen like two families I'm, I, I, that's why I picked a new family to read this time around because I wanted no knowledge mm -hmm. there's always a little incest um, so the mother gives birth to Fawn, uh, Fern <laughs> I lost my notes um <laughs> But she seems to have a cough that she can't kick. <laughs> and the dad's like, she's fine. <laughs> We're not going to pay $100 to go to urgent care. What's in the book, in the book, it's the mother who's like, no, 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 I don't want to go to the doctor. It'll go away. Like, she's very stubborn and just doesn't want to go. She kind of had a few lines like that. She was like, oh, I'm actually feeling better. Like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um. Turns out she's not buying, and she has to be hospitalized, and she's dying from consumption. From consumption. And I'm like, consumption? I'm like, I literally was like this. Let me look that up. <laughs> I, I turned to John and went, is that a thing in the 70s? I thought that was like the late 1800s. Not early. Not no, so. I thought it was alcohol related. So I'm the like, consumption, consumption. <laughs> when you look at the, when you look at the definition of consumption, obviously to consume, and then the, there's another section that says dated. So obviously this was a terminology that was used at a certain time. It's a wasting disease, especially, uh, especially pulmonary tuber tuberculosis. And in quotes, his mother has died of consumption. Well, I remember it being told on Angel. I think that is where I probably heard it. Angel or Buffy. <laughs> From consumption. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember going, I felt so stupid. I was like, nope. I looked it up. No, like I've heard of consumption. I just was like, but oh, this I've heard the word. I just didn't know what it meant. <laughs> not gonna lie. It makes me think of like the Oregon Trail or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, I may have fell asleep during that part of biology or life science. Right. <laughs> science it was part of what is consumption? Consumption. <laughs> Something that consumes. Um, I thought it was very interesting that, um, I don't know how you guys felt, but it was 1973 was when this was supposed to be taking place. And it had like this 2010, 2015 vibe to it. Like, it didn't, it felt way too, it didn't feel 1973. I almost did not know the time period unless they said it. No, I mean, it was missing cell phones in that, but that could have easily been early 2000s still because we didn't carry our cell phones around our hand like yeah. it was attached to us. Correct. But until she wore like certain outfits in that, everything was very much just, you almost couldn't tell. But even then, it wasn't, and their hair and their makeup was was not nineteen seventy three. But that's how I feel about things that try to be set in the eighties. The hair is not big enough; like it's just not the eighties <laughs> when they do it. I just I wasn't there. So, I'm, well, no, I mean, like even in the eighties. I mean, I was born in eighty seven. Greg was in the seventies. The consumption. <laughs> The consumption's about to get Thomas. Wow. What happened to Thomas? The consumption. <laughs> you got consumed him. Um, <laughs> but Mama's dying breath was, don't think 
badly of us. Right. Like, oh shit went down. Um, also, while they were waiting for her to give birth, a security guard recognized the father because mm -hmm. they had lived in that town before. Which stupid. Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, that's where I always got a little confused with this because I'm just like, we find out she kidnapped. They kidnapped this baby. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> They keep at this baby at the moment in time that we know. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck do you stay in the same state where you took the baby from? This and is nineteen seventy. No one would have known. You should have. Your ass should have been all the way across the other side of the country. You would have never gotten caught. They never change their names. No. You're enrolled in the same school from the, of the family that you were stolen from, and you don't change the name. Mm. Well, <laughs> that was a little that was a little Swiss cheesy. There were a few holes there. Well, and that it's like that in the book too. Mm. So, um, which I didn't even realize that they didn't change the name until Clara Bell, Clara Jean, whatever her name is, knocked <laughs> one of the flyers off the post, the board or whatever, and they had the wanted sign, and it said their their last name, and I'm like, they didn't change the last name. Yeah, that's yeah they. I had quite, there were issues with this, but yeah. So Mama dies and from literally within, from the consumption and literally within minutes, dad's getting arrested and kids are getting put in foster care and Dawn's like, what is happening right now? <laughs> and this is where she finds out that she was kidnapped uh, as a baby and that her parents are not her parents. Her brother's not her brother. Her sister's not her sister. Her mother's not her mother. And uh, Clarabelle, Clara Jean, whatever her name is, is actually her sister, her arch nemesis. And the boy <laughs> she's, falling, she's been falling in love with, even though his it was too fast, too fast. The one that she made out with, and he tried to put his hand up her skirt, but thank God she stopped him. In the movie, anyway. I don't I know. Say, in, the book, in the book, she... He, oh, yeah. So there's a reason why Clara Jean is calling her a slut? <laughs> Pretty well, much. No, I think that's just Clara Jean and the fact that Dawn's a better singer than she is. Uh, sure. And in the book, you know, they point out that Clara Jean is a little bit chubbier. Okay. So I, mm -hmm. in the book, that's some things that lead to her like being very like Dawn is just evil, the evil stepsister. Okay. So she's bringing, she's brought to the Cutler Hotel. They own a chain of hotels, um, which is where the family lives and works, apparently. Um, and Grandma is Donna Mills. <laughs> like, so this is what, like, I got hints of Abby Mills a few times, but then there were times when, like, Donna Mills would grab her hair or, gra okay. like, grab her. The way that she would speak to her, treat her, and just throw her around, like... I love Donna Mills, but I looked at Greg and I was like, I want her to beat the shit out of Donna Mills. <laughs> like, I just want her to be like, you fucking old egg and like, just beat the shit out of <laughs> She played that part very well. I, hate, I hated her. Which is the exact same thing he says when he watches Knott's Landing. He's like, oh, I don't like her. I hate her. I really like her. Um, but I've always liked Donna Mills. I think you just don't like bad girls. No, I just I don't I, I don't know. Donna Mills has this um the characters that she plays has this vulnerability about them that they put up such a tough facade to cover it that it's just so intense, it's too intense for me, is what I think. Oh, I love it. More intense the better. <laughs> the her portrayal, the way you can tell like Mama Cutler has been through some stuff. Correct. Like, just the way she composes herself, the way she runs her hotel. You can tell there's reason she wants to be in control. And flat out, flat out says, everyone follows me. Yes. I know. I was like, how many of your fit kids have you locked in the attic? Because the way they listen to you is like, oh, well, what would Grandma Cutler say? I'm like... It's uh, lunch. You know, like, oh no, we eat lunch when Grandma Cutler says we eat lunch, kind of thing. 
she she doesn't even meet her parents the first night she's there. She gets sent to like what looks like maids' quarters because she's told that everybody works there. And I'm like, you, you're trying to tell me that Clarabelle, Clara Jean, whatever, um, is in living quarters like that? Because I don't think so. And then we find out that she's not later. No, and she's not. Like, but she does work at the hotel though in the book. She does. I don't think, yeah, I don't think front desk. Was she it? Yeah, yeah, she's a receptionist because you got to work your way up. Right. Philip's uh, outfits felt very 1970s, like his checkered pants. and There was just something about the way he'd walk like Don. <laughs> Don. Uh, Don. When he took Don to that secret cottage or whatever, and he was just like, yeah, like, but like, I can't just like change how I feel. I'm like, no, you, no. If we turn off the lights in the dark, it, well, I'm like, Okay. Whatever. I would know. <laughs> and I don't know what triggered it, but something made me say to Greg, I'm like, something with the mom. I said, mm, there's a reason why she's being treated the way she's treated. I was like, maybe the mom had an affair and like Randolph's not the father or whatever. And sure enough, I was like, that's just my soap opera mind working. <laughs> well, your soap opera mind will be in a shop for part two. Oh, I can't wait. The only thing I know about part two, because I watched the trailer for part one, which thank God I watched part one first before the trailer, because it literally gave all the twists away, is that Fran Drescher's in part two. That's all I know. <laughs> Hardly. She's barely in it. Oh, really? Yeah, barely. The fact <clears throat> that they put her in the poster, I'm just like, girl, you weren't even in it five seconds. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, she, she's in it, but not like, I mean, wouldn't you say she... Hmm. She's pretty much used as just a plot point to be like, your grandmother said you a bad girl. We don't like bad girls type thing. The some of the some of the vernacular was again just going back to my statement on it was 1973, 1973 costumes, but it was not I don't know. I just so the the vocabulary was still 2010 except for a few things like you're a bad girl or the consumption and the makeup was 2010 and the clothing was 2010 for 1973. Like it was like they were playing dress up. Like that part I couldn't get past. Can we go back to the incest that made me very uncomfortable? <sighs> I'm trying not to talk about it. That's why. Um, so Jimmy sneaks off from his foster home and comes to visit her. And he admits that he did have feelings. And now that he had feelings before, it's okay to have them because we're not really brother and sister. Well, he said he, he's confused because of his feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they confused oh. me too because by the end of part one, I'm shipping Jimmy and Dawn. I'm just like, wait, you grew up together as brother and sister. I want you together. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm confused. I don't know what, like, because. They, those two had good chemistry. I said that to him. I was like, that's what triggered it for me. Because I said, I feel like she has sexual chemistry with her brother, brother. And, and not sexual chemistry with Philip. And then I was like, hmm, maybe. And that's when I came up with the twist in my head. I was trying to tell myself, maybe deep down they knew they weren't related. Everyone had dark hair and then there's a blonde. Like... <laughs> I just didn't like how she was just like, oh, you feel that way about me? Okay, so let's pretend like we're just meeting for the first time. And then all of a sudden she's like into it. And I'm just like, oh, if it makes you feel better, in the book, in the book, it takes them, they both have a little bit more issues with it. And they're just like, do you think after some, a lot of time has passed, we would be able to think of each other as not brother and sister? Ooh. I'm guessing it's just they relied on each other so much. Like, they had to share a bed. They weren't like siblings. It was almost like they were just a... That, was a, little, that was a little weird for me, too, that they were sharing a bed at their big age. But I was like, it was a different time. Well, you know? and when, when <laughs> you don't have any money at all... Yeah, you didn't have any money. I, I know that sometimes that happens, but whatever. Um, Clara Jean apparently was eavesdropping. We didn't see her, but she lets it be known that she was. Um, and threatens Dawn that she either wait. What was the what was her deal? What was the deal? You either 
Um, admit that you stole the necklace. Oh, right, because she she probably stole the necklace. She and did. Tried, she planted she it on. The necklace. Yeah. Or I'll tell her that you're hiding your not so much brother in the cottage. <laughs> right. Some of those things that happen, I like the way they happen in the book better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like in the book, necklace is stolen. Clara Jean hides it, but Dawn finds it, hurries, throws it back in the room pretty much. And, you know, they don't get in trouble. And the thing is, here, clean my room because grandmother thinks my room's messy or I'll tell. There were scenes, like I said, Donna Mills really pissed me off. Like the whole name tag thing. When she kept pushing the Eugenia on her. I was like, stand strong. And then she was like, then you won't eat. I was like, you're not that hungry. Don't worry about it. But that, that was also when I was thinking, like, fuck you, bitch. Just slap her. Who cares? My name is Dawn. <laughs> I couldn't figure out why she wanted to call her Eugenia so bad. I, I don't understand why she was put into the maid's quarters. So you have because a... she wasn't a no, color. I, I understand that, but it's still <laughs> nobody knew, and it could be faked. Yeah. Um, so Dawn starts snooping around about the details of the night that she was kidnapped. And what would you call the woman? The head, the, head, the maitre d', the, the head... Sure. Head Miss Boston. <laughs> the, yeah. The, 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 yeah, the house manager. Yeah. Uh, Miss Boston. Yeah. She was around at that time and she knew the nanny or the nurse that was mm-hmm. watching her that night. Apparently they were good friends and when the baby was asleep, she would sometimes come down and have tea. So that night when she went back up, the baby was gone. But, uh, um, they said that she now she's a little funny in the head. I'm like, is that code for dementia? Like, what? <laughs> funny in the head is that's another 1970s. That's code for don't talk to her, don't look her up, don't do anything, just leave it alone. Which like, is really code for probably like back pre- then. Like she's in trouble was code for pregnant. Like, <laughs> right, but like back then when people would um, uh, perseverate on the truth. And constantly tell the truth because she knew the truth. It sounded crazy because who would do that? So that means she was troubled in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Clara Jean is a bitch and rats Jimmy out anyway. And gets her in trouble for the, the diamonds that she stole. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy is taken away to jail or back to his foster parents. Not really. His foster parents. See, in the book, they explain why he leaves his foster parents. Okay, I'm gonna have to read the book. It's it's a good book. It's a good book. Uh, And it's just like uh, I don't know. It made me very uncomfortable because they just found out that they're not brother and sister, and he's like, "I'll come back for you. I'll be 18 in two weeks." Then I had a second problem. You'll be 18 in two weeks. She's still 16. So now we're stepping in the statutory rate. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so we, they're not blood related. So we stepped away from incest, but now we're going into statutory rate. There's a lot of issues. But I guess they didn't think about that around the time this was written. I was going to say in the 70s, laws may have been a little bit different too. Yeah. About age. Yeah. And I know some states it's, different age and they're, they're in virginia and they like to pretend like they're in the south so right right i have some questionable <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 note that 1973 <laughs> dating laws in the south um, no, no, i don't know <laughs> i'm just making so philip inappropriately approaches dawn in the bathroom and she bites him basically to get him to stop. I don't know if he's successful in the book. He does rape her in the book. Oh, there was something that said that was said before anybody knew any of this stuff. Um, Clara Jean said, "You think he's into you? He he's he, into a new he, girl every month." No, she said she had a line like he he turns girls into mothers all the time. Like he's just got like a batch of kids out there. He's just getting. <laughs> I think that was just her way of 
Like, oh, Dawn, Dawn's a good girl. Right. Dawn is a girl that doesn't do things like that. So if I tell her that, I think she was just jealous of the attention that Philip was giving Dawn. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, I think when it comes to Dawn and Clara Sue is Clara Jean, whatever. Clara the bitch. Uh, <laughs> she just anything that Dawn succeeds at or gets attention from, clearly that sets her off. Well, she's also bitter because she lets it be known that she's always had to live in the shadow of a ghost when they thought she was dead. And now that she's here, she's like living in the shadow of her again. See, they could have turned, I mean, I guess that could have turned her into a likable character. Like, cause I would totally like, could you imagine living in the shadow of your sibling that was taken and was pretty much put on a pedestal and they look, you know, you would feel like the replacement baby. Mm-hmm. I love, love, loved when Dawn slapped the shit out of Clara. Oh, that was, yeah. I was like, yes, every time she comes to you, just slap the shit out of her. Slap the shit out of Donna Mills. <laughs> While you're at it, do you it. You're going to love part three. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be like Dynasty? Everybody's just getting slapped. <laughs> You'll see. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, so Dawn ends up finding the nurse who's funny in the head and questions her about that night. And she finds out that she knew that it was happening and she was paid well, a year's salary. One of the reasons why it causes some alarm is she finds out the nurse was brought back to care for Claire. Oh, right. They're like, why would they still employ why somebody? Would yes. Mm -hmm. Um. Especially they were like, they fired me. It's for getting like the towels wrong or something like that. <laughs> See, in the book, the whole staff pretty much hates Dawn because Grandma Cutler runs such a tight ship that in order for Dawn to get a job, she fires one of the chambermaids. And that's who she gives Dawn's job to. Like, Dawn gets her job. Oh. So, like, the staff hates her. Wow. Mm. Besides one, Sissy, which is her friend. Um, yeah, so we find out that the nurse knew about it, got paid a year's salary, um, to stay quiet. And I guess that ate away at her conscience. And she's been praying that she was alive or would come back or something would happen. Um, and she did. Dawn confronts Lillian with this information. And, and learn twist. Plot. Right. Um, Lillian pretty much is like, you think like you can get anybody to like turn on me? They're not. She's like, I run this town. Like I own companies that people work for. Like, and I loved it. Don like called her bluff and made a phone call to the Chronicle or Gazette or to whatever. The Gazette. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very seventies. And I like how she was just like, if you think you're intimidating me, you're not. And then she eventually came in and put the phone down. <laughs> because we learned Grandma Cutler set up the whole kidnapping. Yeah, she did. So we find out that Dawn is really not the biological father. I mean, uh, is really not biological Cutler. Uh, Cutler. And from a an affair that she's had multiple times. So her and Philip are only halvesies. <laughs> oh, still, I didn't even think about that. It's still there. Is still have these. So, like, I know, like, in like distinguished families, that's like a thing to keep the bloodlines pure, like the royal family in the seventeen hundreds. Um, <laughs> Tommy, your example, you're using the royal bloodline. I don't think the long champs <laughs> from any kind of royal bloodlines. Yeah. <laughs> They worked at, you know, I'm not trying to downplay what they were doing, but they worked at the hotel where they stole the baby from. So. Something that doesn't make sense in my head. <laughs> well, after you watch Flowers in the Attic and then watch The Origin, you're going to have a, your mind's going to be fucked. <laughs> I'll be funny in the head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be thinking, oh my. I go around, I make jokes of John. I'll be like, do you love me like Corinne loves her uncle, brother? 
if I don't make light of it, it's a little, it's a little, um, yeah, dark. <laughs> so what were, what were the terms besides you're gonna call me Dawn and I want to go to a, a good music school? And... Well, let's go to New York City to go to music school. Wasn't there a third? Oh, that her father, her, the man that kidnapped her, um, be uh, get out early on parole. Yes. Because technically, even though Grandma Cutler set it up, he still did kidnap. Correct. But he would have had to be like, I couldn't imagine losing a child. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Sally gave birth, and I'm sure, like, I couldn't imagine what it was like for her, but he also lost that and saw his wife in such mm-hmm. a traumatic state that he's, I, I'm justifying the kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like nobody nobody in that house or the Cutler family wanted that baby. It wasn't just the kidnapping. There were circumstances. Yeah. Complicated. And honestly, <laughs> Dom was better off living with the long champs. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. At first I thought her biological mother was bedridden because she was just like in the bed with her taxidermy cat. <laughs> Can we talk about that? <laughs> So, <laughs> so <laughs> grandmother is allergic to cats. So one day this showed up. I mean, I just, I can, I just picture Lillian picking up the cat, and being like, "Hmm, she loves you." Not anymore. Yeah, you know? probably. Like I, like I imagine it that she's sitting at her desk. And she's doing paperwork and she's doing bills and her mind wanders for a second and is like, I hate cats. Picks up the phone and is like, Roger, go get the cat. Like I like see, I picture the cats trying to be loving to Lily, like, oh yo. And she's like, "Mm -mm, you dead. Roger. Get this beast off of me. And then that cat looked like it was taxidermied in the 1973s. And then they took it and used it for this movie. Because that taxidermy was a poor taxidermy. Hi, <laughs> okay. Duke, um, when she was on YNR, played um, Crazy Patty. And she had a taxidermy cat that she used to talk to, Kitty. She used to always pet it and talk to it. <laughs> Whitley on days current days right now has a not taxidermy. She has a stuffed cat, but <laughs> so John, we talked a lot. How did you feel about the movie? Mm, it was all right. I mean, they cut out a lot. They did cut out a lot. When you they, read the um, book, you'll know you'll. There was a lot that um, I don't know if anybody noticed. If there was ever any cash shown, it was new bills with like the large president heads. Uh-huh. Back then, all the money was a small portrait. Well, I think it's too. There are laws about showing money on television or in film. Really? Like you can't use real money. Well, they could have used fake money that looked more like it did. But well, what the an intern probably googled money nineteen seventy three. Looks perfect. Print. Print. <laughs> you are you are correct, John. And I think that. Um, I think they had the living quarters completely different because I remember them having, she slept, she didn't sleep in like a room like that. She slept hidden off somewhere. Yeah, in the book. Under the, yeah. Somewhere that you had to, yes. It was like, it was not somewhere. In the basement, but it was like in the basement and in the stairwell. Like under there was like, you had to have a key. She couldn't just freely get in and out of them. Yeah. She had to be let out. Right. Yeah, because uh, she sends her father a letter in the movie and the book, and Rudolph, not Rudolph, Randolph, Randolph, uh, is like, I can't let you out. There's not a key. And then Philip comes in, unlocks the door, and she, he, she's like, How'd you get a key? And he's just like, Oh, it was in the door. Right. So, so there was the key was there in the movie. Yeah, but you didn't know. That it meant it's somebody had to let her out all the time. Greg was like, "Why do all these boys want her?" I was like, "Her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard." <laughs> they didn't really have Lillian described in this movie like they did in the book either. Yeah, I feel like she's colder in the movie. Mm, that's, that was probably about the mm. same, but like her, 
like her hair wouldn't have been like shoulder length. Like no, that it, it was like it was uh, uh yeah because there was I remember a scene specifically in the book where Dawn had to go into her grandmother's office and talk to her about something, and she said she made her sit down in front of her. And she said her hair was all pinned up like a crown and she was sitting there like royalty fixing the uh, <laughs> I remember reading that going, God almighty. Right. Hmm. Donna Mills would never. <laughs> <laughs> she had a little bounce in her hair, which yeah. I love. I love that on a woman. I love when it like that way when they're mad. Yeah, I know. But again, it was a beach wave for an old lady in 1973 who would have been hold on how old was she playing no she's probably playing about the age she's supposed to be what age is that maybe yeah i was thinking she would be 70s 80s because lillian would have been born in the 18 late 1800s yeah. yeah and i think it shows she was born 18 something 1893 would be yeah, yeah so that was not 19 in 1893 lady Oh. It's just kind of like now. Sometimes they'll put like more modern music in an older set, yeah. like and just to kind of like endear a younger audience. I guess so. So maybe it's like that. No, it was like, keep, a, like a it was like an unpaid intern who googled shit. It also was a wig. That's not Donna Mills' hair. <laughs> well, no, I know that, but still, <laughs> no, it was an unpaid intern who googled stuff or. It was an unpaid intern who like went to his parents' allegedly, house. Allegedly, you don't yes, <laughs> allegedly went to <laughs> the like parents' house and like found four pictures and based the whole canvas on those four pictures. I just at the beginning of this episode, I told you to go buy a Lifetime Movie Club. Uh, I think they can give us this. I promoted them. You may subscribe. It's okay. <laughs> subscribe, like I will say though. Lifetime's giving me the soapiness that I need in my life. Hmm. That I, I might actually, from other places. I actually really enjoyed this. Um, I feel like more modern Lifetime movies in the last 10 to 15 years, I'm enjoying the movie, and then the ending is just kind of like, meh. And I'm like, I just wasted two hours on that. This, I actually enjoyed like the twists and, and the ending, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, out of the four, and I'm, I'm not giving anything away, but the one that let me down the most was the fourth one. And I know that this was meant to be a mini series because they did all of them at once. Um, so maybe that's why the ending was a little more satisfying. See, I have a feeling we're going to get the origins of Lillian because with the Castell series, they gave, they did a fifth movie, which tells the mother heaven's mother's story Mm, flowers in the attic they did a mini series out of the grandmother's story so i'm thinking they're going to start taking those books and stretch them out Hmm. get a little extra cash right right what did you think of it um i think um it was a good start to see an old friend that I haven't seen in a while. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I, I really, I just distinctly remember reading all the books and I remember as the next book would get published, um, I would go out and buy it or I would, <laughs> I would go out and buy it or I would uh, take it from the library. I don't remember. And, watch uh read the whole thing in like two or three days and then have to wait like two years for the next one for the next book i read this book really fast a couple of weeks maybe but that was between watching the movie watch everything i gotta watch everything Um, i saw you post a photo of all these vc andrews books did you find all those in one spot uh well two spots uh when we went to dollywood in knoxville we Mm -hmm. drove through Nashville as well. And there's this bookstore called McKay's. Mm-hmm. And like they had the, all these kind of books. 75, 75 cents to $1.95. Oh, wow. We bought that whole stack and maybe spent 30 bucks. Wow. Hmm. The, my only gripe about V.C. Andrews is the incest stuff. I just, that's so just. 
icky. It's a big reason why I won't watch Game of Thrones, honestly. Which I guess when you think about it, it's still stuff they do today. Game of Thrones is a good example. Um, but that's like, also set in like a medi- medieval setting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and um, it's royalty, like I said, with the bloodlines and everything. <laughs> I will say, though, so far of everything I've watched or read, Flowers in the Attic is the only one that takes it a little too far. Okay, so I have a question. Flowers in the Attic, so obviously Lifetime, they remade that. There was one before. Yeah, there was one before that had Christy Swanson in it. And they pretty much ignore the incest altogether. But Mm -hmm. fun fact, the DVD we got has an insert that talks about how Wes Craven was supposed to direct it. Oh, he would have put it up. But they didn't like the what his the direction he was going in, so someone else got it. So right. I thought it was so cool that I now have we have this thing that's a, like a film by Wes Craven, and it's The Flowers in the Attic. Right, called. but but he never it never made it past. Huh. Um, so, is this the first time Dawn has been produced as its own? Its own, or is this yeah. a remake also? No, the only one that's had anything produced before was Flowers in the Attic, I believe. Okay, because he he was confusing me because he kept saying, "She, oh, she sounds just like the original," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so that correct. That's what for the first six minutes, I was, I was blending everything together, and then, well, a lot of them have a very similar feel to okay. them. The one with the families, the rich families. This one I'm reading Melody. It's start. It's starting out a little different than. Is that another series or is that? It's... Yeah, this is the Logan. That's the Logan family, right. and I went with that because I wanted one where I hadn't seen the movies or anything. I wanted to be able to go into it and just see what it would be like to read a, one of her books without knowing anything. I didn't read Logan. And that's one reason I picked it too, because I didn't want him to be like, oh, I I remember when that happened, because he would do that with me to Dawn. I'd be like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Did you know? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I probably still have mine at my mother's house. You should go look. look Because, yeah, they're they're good. the flower in the attic that Lifetime did were pretty good too, especially the first two. The third and fourth one gets a little less. Those are the ones that I found the the combo DVD yeah, was yeah. like thirteen dollars. Uh, the guy, the guy in the last flowers in the attic, is it Seeds of Tomorrow or If There Be Thorns? Whichever one's the last book slash movie, uh, it's got a guy from Big Time Rush in it. Really? <laughs> the actor. Yeah, I love and Heather Graham's in it and she's really good. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And the girl that played Sabrina on the Netflix show is in the first Flowers in the Attic. I saw Jason Lewis, who I know you didn't watch really watch Sex in the City, but he's Oh, uh, I know who Jason Lewis is. He's oh, also in Charmed. All right. I think he was on Brothers and Sisters also. He, yeah, he uh hooked up with Kevin. Yeah. Or they had a threesome or something. Yeah, he was also on 90210. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> um, I think around this time when these books were coming out, um, kind of made me delve into um, when traumatic things happen to people, what happens to their psyche and their, what, what happens to them, that I distinctly remember while I was waiting for the other books to come out, I was reading a book, uh, uh, I was reading Sybil, Trudy mm-hmm. Chase. Um, uh, you know, I was kind of reading all of those types of books at that time. So you said she's been gone for 36 years. I believe she died in 87. So like, when was the height of all of this? Was it like the seventies that these books came out or the eighties? Uh, no, uh, Flowers in the Attic was released. She wrote all of that and she started a second family. I think she had the first two done. First two or three. First two or three, and she had outlines for the rest. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's when they were like hired the ghostwriter. She died of breast cancer, I believe. Mm-hmm. I recently looked this up because I was kind of curious more about all the books she had actually written because it never says anything about the ghostwriter's name unless you look it up. Right. 
Do you find that the books that she wrote are more twisted than the Ghostwriter? Flowers in the Attic. I haven't read. I haven't finished Flowers in the Attic. Flowers in the Attic was its own standalone meaning. That's why they never that's uh, it. elaborated on it. That it really the was the taboo. Yeah, and and she wrote most of the next series, which was Castile, the one that was set in Kentucky, and there was some twisted shit in that one too. Oh yeah, I haven't finished that one. Has uh, the Gossip Girl mom Lily? She's in it, and Jason Presley. Oh, I saw Jason Priestley was in one of them. I just don't know why she always has to put in. So far, I don't think the Castiles have incest in it, does it? Mm, no, but you're going to get farther along to see oh. what I'm talking about. Maybe something like that happened in her family, and she, you know, they say right which. Oh, no. Because then, I mean, why would the Ghost Rider or the second Dairy Rider, whatever you want to call it? Right. Well, so. Like the little bit of reading that I was doing, uh, one of the most important things for VC Andrews was her legacy. So I guess there must have been some type of stipulation that, you know, write as if I was still here kind of deal. Wow. I wonder if that causes him any identity issues. Because when he's writing, he's not writing as himself, he's writing as if he's VC Andrews. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're, it's like you're acting because you have to like yeah. use a person's mind. Like, what would VC Andrews do here? Oh, she'd probably insert some incest. Go. <laughs> Go. <laughs> uh, but the thing though, you will I will say any of the stuff that involves incest, there's only been, I think, one family that I know of where they produce children. Flowers in the attic. Yes. Cause Spoiler alert, Don does get pregnant, but it's not by one of her brothers. <clears throat> oh. Or thank not by her brother. Yeah, thank God. Um, <laughs> so I sent Greg, I sent you a message just now, but I didn't say it because he hasn't read yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We could probably do like a VC Andrews book club. And dive into so much more because there's so much that was there in the show. Yes, I, I have to reread everything because <laughs> when I think of flowers in the attic, yeah, the incest stuff is like icky, but the things the grandmother and their mother do to them, like when the mother kind of decides she doesn't want kids anymore and she starts poisoning her kids, like. I literally don't know any of this. Like you're spoiling. Oh my god, you gotta watch it, <laughs> Greg. What I just sent to you, I think that's when Virginia was still writing them. I'm pretty sure that was. I'm gonna now, you know, because even with all of this, like forgetting that she died, forgetting all of these pieces that happened, um, because I read all of them, I'm gonna read them again, and I'm gonna literally like whatever book wherever she died, I'm gonna like put an X. Oops, did we lose you? I'm going to put an X on that book to be like, this was not her. Can you tell? Oh, that's not a bad that, idea. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, would be, that would be interesting to do. What is the title of the second movie for this? Uh, Secrets Secrets of the Morning. Secrets of the Morning. Okay. I don't have book three, so I can't show that one. <laughs> is the do you have like the original ones where you it's really the cutout and you open it in the picture? I have to tell you, I did. I had all the ones where it had the little portrait when you opened it up. This one does. That one does. That one does. Um, I almost want to go back and buy those just because they almost look like romance novels. Like well, they are. romance novels. Kind of what they are. That's what was. That's what this was. You know, this was this was a point where romance novels were doing going one way, and there needed to be another edge, and that was the edge. Do you think maybe the reason why people were addicted to her novels is because she was doing what other people weren't doing, talking about things that they weren't talking? Like, you know, if you brought up incest in any Southern family, you'd be shot down. You you would not be talking about that anymore. It's mm -hmm. something you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a not that's a book you read under the covers, like Tommy watching now two and O's. That's how I watch that now two and O's. 
Um, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch it, but that wasn't going to stop me. Another piece of <laughs> another piece of the puzzle. Because her books, could, I don't feel like Dawn was that dark. But from what I've read in Flowers in the Attic, that's it's been Flowers, in, Flowers in the Attic was dark, deceptive, and dangerous. Yes. Like, it really there there was there was abuse that was going on and you know with dawn it was more phys, not physical it was more mental abuse and class class abuse because there were you know yeah. multiple times that she was just like it's it's not your fault you grew up poor right you I know. know poor eugenia her name's dawn <laughs> yeah. so it's not your we're gonna have to like scrub you and scrub the pour off of you and we're gonna have to get you new clothes meanwhile like they look the same to me yeah, i think in the book and this is another reason clara sue hates her no clara jean why can i not get there Dawn gets the clothes that clara can't wear because she has gotten too big for them Right. Well, and, at the end of this one, she was like, "Why does she get all new clothes?" And she was just like, "She can't have your hand-me-downs forever, or whatever." And because <laughs> you, and she did. The mother said because you filled them up with too much, or whatever. Oh. Well, there was a moment where Dawn gets a little mean, and I loved it because she was like, "Yeah, it's a little loose," and I was like, "Damn!" Like I'm reading the book. Damn, girl! <laughs> like get yeah. her. Oh. I, I highly recommend it, and I'm so excited to talk about part two. I know now we're just kind of rambling about BC Andrews. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we like doing this, maybe we can hop into the Flowers in the Attic or any of the other series. Um, I don't know. Right now, I'm just on a VC Andrews high, so. <laughs> I will say, VC Andrews, though, makes you kind of like the couple. You really shouldn't root for them. In flowers in the attic, because they are brother and sister. I won't be rooting for them. Trust me. <laughs> but no, it's the actors that play them. Uh, have they are two people that have chemistry, and you're just like, fuck. For <laughs> like, remember, they're siblings. This is not okay. They're siblings. This is not okay. You know. <laughs> but the actors, they. I mean, I, I remember watching it going. They should have picked actors who did not have this kind of chemistry, because each set, because um, Flowers in the Attic, they're played by three separate. There are three Christies and three um, with Christophers. Yeah, uh, right, right, right. Because they are infant, well, not infant, child, teen. They're, yeah, they're they're aged a little bit in the book or in the movie. In the book, they're like fourteen ish, twelve, fourteen. That has yeah. chemistry. No, no, in the movie with like the first one they didn't have. I'm talking about like the second when they age them to adults. Mm. Those two people have chemistry, like they work really well together. Like, gotcha. Yeah, it oh, it's fun. but they do need that because that was they in the That's, book. They were I know, I know. You see, what's funny is you two are still really green to VC Andrews, and I'm yeah. just kind of taking it for what it is. There's nothing I can do about it at this point. <laughs> it's it is what it is, and it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen. He's like, I don't, nothing in them books surprises me anymore. I well, <laughs> it's funny. I'll, we'll talk about when we talk about other episodes. The second and the third one, you, I gay gasped many times, <laughs> and John just would look at me like I'm like, what the. <laughs> yeah, keep reading or keep watching. What? It just gets worse. Like the second, the, the ending of the second one, I was just like, I've got to wait another week now, and we're going on vacation. How could they? Because like, I didn't get to watch it the following weekend after part two. Now imagine that these are books, and you wait two years. So I think like a year and a half to two years before the book comes out, and then the book comes out. And you literally go into your bedroom and you read it some twice, cover to cover. I was gonna say one, probably one, a lot of rereading night. the first book until the next one came out. I started Melody, and all I want to do is go back to the Cutlers. Mm -hmm. I really like this fan, like not like in like oh they're good people kind of like, but like just I love the dysfunction. Right. I like the Abernathy of it. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, well, we're just, we're just rambling now. So <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't voted, go vote for Tomorrow's New Day, No Cove, and the People's Choice Award, Podcast Award. You'll find it where on all the socials. Click it, vote, please. And as always, you can find us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And don't forget to join us next time for... I already forgot the title of the next one. Dawn, part two. Oh, it's Dawn, part two? Mm -hmm. Secrets of the morning. Secrets of the morning. Until then, have a great night. Bye. Bye.